Welcome to the Impact Multiplier CEO Podcast. If you're a chief executive, or if you think like one, and you want to create exponentially greater impact, then this show is for you. My name is Richard Metcalf, founder of X-Quadrant. I coach some of the most successful and impressive CEOs and executive teams on the planet and help them achieve extraordinary results. And no matter how successful you've been in the past, there's always a whole new level of impact available to you. So if you're ready to play a bigger game than ever before, I invite you to join us and become an Impact Multiplier CEO. Great communicators appear to be naturals at their art, smooth, flawless sharing of ideas that really make sense. Just like a virtuoso musician, they make the complex seem simple. And how do they do that? Well, I'm Richard Medcar, founder of X Quadrant, and today is our second episode in series five of the Impact Multiplier CEO podcast called From Ideas to Impact. And as usual in this season, I'm interviewing Davina Stanley from the Clarity First program about communication. Last time we talked about simplifying communication, uh, really to avoid a role reversal and making the listener or the reader work harder than you did. Uh, And today we want to dive further in, moving beyond information to insight. And let's face it, whether you're presenting to your board or to investors or your team, or whether you're coaching those under you to deliver to you or to your team with more impact, this is an essential skill to get right. Mm. So hello, Davina. Good to see you again. Hi, Richard. No, great to see you again. Now, I really enjoyed our conversation um, earlier about um, the role reversal piece. I thought you, your example was, was absolutely spot on. Well, it's funny, isn't it? I, yeah, I, I see it in a number of different ways in, in my own coaching, um, uh, in all sorts of in all sorts of ways, but definitely as, you know, in your area of expertise, in the area of communications, where mm-hmm. we say we're, we're, people are having to work hard to understand what it is that their people want from them. Absolutely, absolutely. And, um, you know, I think we were joking before we started that that's why people call me in, you know, to, to I guess, help them with their communi- their team's communication very often. It's often, mm. you know, come in, help these people communicate better so I don't need to do their job for them right so so they don't need to take home that 500 page report that you were mentioning over the weekend to to, to go through it right yes yes because I think sometimes when we are communicating ourselves we're just not aware of the difficulty that we're presenting we're so familiar with our material Mm. that it's, it's really hard to put ourselves in the audience's shoes you know how do we actually know how much detail they want or how do we know, um, you know, what they know already, how much background I need to give, for example, you know, mm-hmm. there, there's some, you know, without knowing your audience quite well, that can be quite difficult. Yeah. And what was coming to my mind was, let's face it, people want to work with people who make their life easier and not make their life harder. So if you want to be the go-to person, if you want to get promoted or uh, if you want to work more closely with whoever it is, a partner, an investor, or whatever, like make life easy for them. Absolutely. Strategic. Exactly. Exactly. No, that's right. And that I think just aligns with that message. You know, we let people listen to the the last podcast, but about who actually does the work, you know, who burns the calories, you know, the author or the, or the audience. So I guess today we're, we're building on that a little bit aren't we? And um, talking about the types of information that we might 
convey. And um, mm. I thought it was an opportunity to talk a little bit about, um, you know, the, the different kinds of ideas and, and helping people understand what the difference is between, let's say, data and insight. And how do you know, how do you define each of the different levels we, w- we would mm. see in, in our game in, in the hierarchy of, of thing? Yeah, I think, um, this is, I think this is important because there's a lot of discussion around, you know, how do you kind of... Uh, pimp up your communication, jazz it up, deliver it in a certain way, but not necessarily how do I actually structure a powerful message in the first, first place. So, um, so let's jump into that. You know, what are the different, um, what are the different sorts of, I don't know what it is, ideas or concepts Concept. that, that we yeah. might be working with in a presentation? Mm-hmm. So I think there are, there are three levels. There's um, information, which is about understanding that, you know, I guess when thinking about information, I want you to understand that um, organizing information into categories isn't really enough. So okay. I'll talk a bit more about that. Um, summarizing is, is really helpful. And sometimes that's plenty. That's describing what data says, if you like. It's mm-hmm. passing an observation, which can be really useful, but it's not always enough either. Um, insight, it, it requires synthesis. So that it requires you to um, push beyond, um, I guess, you know, it requires you to push beyond that reluctance to think. You've really got to think and take a bit of a risk and say, well, what's my point of view about this information? And, and really target it to your audience too, because the same set of data could actually mean very different things to very different people. Mm. So I think data or information and summary can be you know fairly standard or fairly static for a set of um, material but that insight will vary according mm. to who you're communicating with which is where the art really really comes in so um okay perhaps... so let's yeah so let's jump into like take this one by one information mm. first so you talked about mm. not categories isn't enough what's what's wrong with categories yes. Categories sound quite helpful Categories are helpful, but not on their own. So I think this is where corporate templates are a great example of where categories are used quite liberally, Mm. where you might have a board paper, for example, and, you know, you have the executive summary at the front, which is fine, but then you might have options and risks and mm. and so on and um where you have those sorts of categories they they're like a bucket to throw things in what yeah. are the options just chuck them in what are the risks let's just chuck them in rather than stepping back and and adding a bit more value and i think they these these sort of categories are very useful to say well this is the thing we're talking about but then to step back and do a bit more than that is is really valuable. Um, and, you know, there are times when you do want to just give the data. Sometimes your audience will want that. They mm. want to get into the detail. They want that. But I think very often when we assume they just want the data from us, they just want the information, mm. um, it, it's because we perhaps feel we're overstepping the bounds of our role mm. rather than actually being confident enough to say, look, you know, I don't, would it be helpful if I shared some observations about the data that I've seen? And I think it's very rare for a leader to say, well, no, don't, don't tell me what you think. This is about data for days. You know, don't, don't share me your findings. Yeah, this is, I mean, this is actually about leadership and about stepping up, right? And actually it's Mm. about um, going beyond the job description sometimes, right? Depending on your level and actually saying like, I'm going to be a leader. I'm going to like tell them what they need to know and not what, tell me what they want to yeah. what they've told me to tell them and that's and, a mental yeah. shift 
people. It is. It takes a little bit of boldness, but it also, so long as, so long as people are polite. And I think that the key thing, though, is particularly if you haven't stepped out like that very often before, um, to be very confident in your numbers before you do so, because I think you can lose very credibility very quickly if you start mm. saying, "Well, this is what the numbers mean." If you're really new, or you've got errors in in your numbers, mm. you know, you've got to be very, very buttoned up about it, particularly as you're transitioning from a more value-adding sort of role to, yeah. you know, data data giving role. But so long as you're courteous, I think people, you know, really appreciate hearing that you've been thinking about what mm. you're doing. I think right. Pete, we're, you know, in knowledge jobs, so I think that can be really, really well appreciated. So, in in essence, you know, just giving information, just giving the data, organised maybe by section, you know, of topic, I think is is useful, but it's it's not adding a great deal of value, and we want to add a bit more value, which is mm. where um, the next sort of level comes in. Right. Which so is summary. summary. Summaries. Yeah. So okay. So summary is describing what the data says. Is that right? Yes, exactly. So it's passing an observation, really. Mm -hmm. So if you've got a whole lot of um, information in front of you, well, what is that telling me? You might, if I were to, you know, use some comparisons, you might say, well, we have three options to explore. Okay, we've got three options to explore. What are they? One, two, three, you might then Mm -hmm. describe them. That might be a summary. Um, You might be, you might be in an audit sort of role, frankly, where a summary is a big part of what you need to do, you know, the, the, um, you know, here are the risks. These are the risks we observed in your area. These are the the areas of non-compliance that we found. These are the areas of compliance that we found. And, um, you know, that can be very useful. Um, and sometimes that's as far as you your role in an audit role will allow you to go. Mm-hmm. But usually, you know, in the documentation, but usually people come a bit for, with some ideas that build on that um, when they're senior and they're sharing, you know, what that actually means to their audience. So um, I think in, in one, I'll just give an example there, perhaps outside audit, I was working in, in a consulting firm for quite some time. And one of the, the people that we worked with, um, you know, was, you know, an Ivy League graduate, a really gun analyst, very, very clever at finding, you know, hard to find good quality, useful mm. information for the teams. And um, she prepared an, an update for her team manager that said, you know, here's all the stuff that I found around this company. It was a big American mm. retailer. And she had, you know, a page and a bit about, you know, all of it. And there were categories like traffic and sales and offering mm. and random bits of information sort of just put down but by topic. Mm. And to read, it was actually very, very difficult. Um, but there was a lot of very useful information within it, but it just hadn't been really organized. It was just sort of mm. popped down under categories, if you like. Right. Mm. And it hadn't even really been summarized all that well. So, you know, when you when you look at something like that, it's, it's quite hard to read. To get a summary that says, well, opinion among the media is quite varied about this particular company. You know, journalists are very, yeah. um, you know, the jury's out. They're not, uh, they're not clear mm-hmm. on what, what they think about this company is, is very, very useful. And it's not saying you should do, you know, this company should do this yeah. or we should recommend this to the team, um, to the client team. It's just saying, you know, it's unclear. Mm. And that in itself is is very, very useful. Well, it, um, it's a discipline that, you know, I learned, which was, you know, in a presentation, um, yeah, so many presentations have like title like revenue, you know, or 
for category cars. exactly you know, it's a topic category, category. Right. yes exactly yes. and it's for me um you know i always said you need to have one message at the top of your slide one sentence that says what it is this slide, this slide or this chapter or whatever is saying so rather than risks you say the key risk is the possibility of change regulation or something so even if you've actually got three risks on the page you say this is the one thing you need to remember and the number of times i was in presentations and i've literally seen the people that i was presenting to the executives like literally like silently mouthing the words of the of the title like because it was like i need to get this message into my head because there's other stuff on the page i'm going to focus on this title and you could really see them kind of like okay reading it okay and that's like that's one sentence they had to absorb whereas if without that if it's just you know um q2 data and that one i see a lot that one i see a lot exactly q2 results q2 results q2 sales yeah Mm. Exactly. And then suddenly, exactly. Well, what do I want to know about this slide? And it's just super frustrating. It's back to that thing about having to do all the work yourself. Why well, don't you look at this page? What, what's, what's the, and, and actually people then get suspicious. What's, what's hiding on this page that I need to spot, right? What's, what are they exactly. trying to get over me? Um, exactly. Exactly. And it's, it's such useful real estate. You know, that title is the top mm-hmm. left of your slide. And so, you know, some people I've noticed putting the, the message at the bottom as well of the slide. Mm-hmm. So at least mm-hmm. it's there. Yeah. But if you bring it to the top and have that as your message at the top of the slide, then, you know, in English, at least we read, you know, top left, mm-hmm. to bottom right. Our, yeah. our eyes are trained to yeah. scan that way. So, you know, it's such valuable real estate on a PowerPoint slide. So there yeah. you go. There's there's a bonus thought. Make sure you've got a message that's either a summary or we'll get to it in a minute, a synthesis, mm-hmm. um, which is at the top, the top mm-hmm. of your slide for sure. Okay, so we've got we've got um so we've got uh, we've got the the information, we've got the summary. We've kind of avoided just putting just slapping the category or whatever at the top. Um, so where do we go from there? We, we actually burn the calories that we talked about last time. And that's where we really push and we, we avoid having a list of things, which is very, very tempting. Mm. You know, Project X is doing, is, is meeting its expectations around finance. It's on track for time and costs are within budget. Mm-hmm. That's a list. Right. So that's useful, but it's detail that goes underneath. So what we're wanting to do is, is lift above that and actually say, well, if we said in a, in a really little headline, what's all of that saying? What does that really mean? What does it mean? We're saying, well, Project X is on track across all dimensions. That's our insight. That's mm. the thing that we're looking for. So we're looking for that kind of message, um, which takes a bit of thinking to deliver and can take a bit of boldness too. It, it takes a mm. bit of bravery because it requires us to have a point of view, right? To mm. say Project X is on track across all dimensions. That's something that we want to be able to back up. We have to be able to prove that if we're going to assert it. So um, it's it's about having that you know, clarity around the message, but then being very clear that it is more than just a summary or a summary. A, sorry, I'll say that again, more than just a topic or a summary. So I've got an example here, another example to illustrate with that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if we think of, you know, energy might be a topic or, or a category, you know, what might be the summary around our energy usage, let's say, well, you know, we've used less power this month than last month. Okay, that's an observation about 
the state of things around our energy use. And that might be very useful for people. But then you say, well, why do I care about that? Why should my audience care about that? And this is the trick to work out what um, the synthesis, you know, that insightful message is going to be. Why would my audience care about that? Well, our power saving initiatives are working. That could be the message. That could be, you know, congratulations, you know, good job. It's, It's actually going well. Or it could be we should expand the power saving initiatives that Region X has been successfully using across the whole organization. You know, that might be the insight. You know, so it could be all sorts of different things depending mm. who you're communicating to. But it's really asking yourself, why should my audience care about this? Not why should I care, but why should my audience care? Yeah, and that's really often going beyond the data at that point. You're, you're trying to integrate in a broader understanding as well of the business. Often the data is not going to give you that. You're going to have to think about what's the story here that needs to be said. Yes, that's right. And look, I think that's why um, communication skills get wrapped up in in a whole lot of things. The easy answer is, you know, you were talking, um, or actually we're talking a bit more next time rather about the easy answer, which is, Mm. you know, to focus on the deliverable, to focus on, you know, how do we prepare our charts or, you know, improve our pros or something like that. But to communicate really well, we need to have really solid business acumen as well. So, you know, leadership and um, clarity of thinking and business acumen all come together, I think, to to lead to really, really impactful, impactful communication. Mm. So, um, yeah, I think they're, they're the key things that I wanted to cover in, in this particular one, perhaps I should mm. just tie them together quickly. Well, um, yeah, I mean, let me see what I'm, let's, let me tell you what I'm hearing and just see whether that I've kind of captured that. I mean, the first thing I love is this, definitely. I think we should call this whole series actually, you know, um, communicate to lose weight with all this idea of burning calories. I could just think if you want to get fit for the summer, then, you know, do a few presentations, right? Burn those calories, um, get into, get, get fit, lose a few pounds. Uh, so, you know, the, these three areas, right. That, you know, first of all, the information is going beyond, categories right and going beyond just dumping things into different areas um help people within those categories even understand what's important and what the insights are going to be uh i think the second thing around summary is um yeah there is that next step of of taking the data and saying well what's the overall um message of the data right what does the data actually say um which is definitely a valuable step and can help people start to focus in and get out of the weeds. But then this third area around insight is really about meaning, right? And what, what matters and what's meaning. And it goes beyond the data. It requires you to have that business acumen and to really tell a story, right? To actually, um, uh, and to get people to see things in a different way rather than just observe some facts, Exactly. And focus on, on the value add, really. It's on where, where's this helping? Mm-hmm. How's this helping? Where's this going mm-hmm. to actually drive us, drive us forward? So, mm-hmm. no, I, I like your summary. Thank you. That was, that was you know, well communicated. Oh, and I love, <laughs> I love your communicate to lose weight. I, I need to do more podcasts with you, Richard, to get there some more go. slogans for my own, yeah. my own work. That's fantastic. Well, but you read to do it from the beach in Sydney. You had to go down there and, you know, <laughs> skinny you know sunbathers and you could say you too could have a body like this join clarity first or whatever you know you can your next marketing campaign um so, oh my goodness <laughs> there you go marketing fees are included in this podcast don't worry I won't charge you. 
So what's the challenge for the listener or the viewer this week? Right? What do they do with this um, understanding of information summary and insight? I think, look, a good thing to do would be to go back and have a look at, let's say, the three most recent substantial pieces of communication that you've delivered and just have a look and see whether you think you've got that balance between, you know, information, summary and insight or synthesis and, and see whether you are delivering some insight and, and to build on what we talked about last week, whether it's early in your communication rather than later. Mm, nice. I think that would be my challenge for this this coming week. Perfect. So where do we go next time? What are we going to, what's coming up in episode three? Well, we've alluded to it a little bit today already, and um, it's about, and I've got to find my right page of my note here, Richard. Here we go. Um, oh, things are easy, communi- right? Things are easy. It is. It is. It looks easy. And um, I think the delivery is actually the easy part. And I think we're seduced into thinking that um, communication is is relatively difficult because when we prepare our communication Mm. we struggle but actually delivering it is the easy part and um, I'd like to talk a little bit about the difference between the um, the delivery Mm. and what sits underneath it so it's a bit like an iceberg I think Mm. nice what's coming to mind you know I'm a big queen fan reminds me like you know like lots of bands can cover bohemian rhapsody but you have to be you have to write it first Yes, you do. You do. I've been waiting for a Queen quote. I've been no, waiting. I've, I've been. I've been really lax recently, so I'm. I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. All yeah, right. Well, well, thanks again, Richard. I really enjoyed talking through this one. Yeah. Thanks, Dave, and look forward to the next episode. If you've been enjoying this series, you may like some more ideas that will help you communicate with impact, especially if you're dealing with complex material. My free course, How to Communicate with Impact, does just that. In this course, I cover four areas. How to get faster, more useful responses to your communication. Secondly, how your audiences really read your communication. Thirdly, how to communicate the right amount of detail. And finally, how to communicate powerful insights that cut through. So you can access this course by using this link www.clarityfirstprogram.com forward slash impact dash podcast. I hope you find this useful and look forward to bringing more ideas to you through our upcoming podcasts. Thanks so much and bye for now. I hope you enjoyed this conversation. Now let's talk about you. When you're in top leadership, when you're in the biggest role of your career, who supports you at a deep level as you lead others? who helps you multiply your impact and get to the next level. If you're ready to learn more about our content, our coaching, and our community, then visit us at xquadrant.com.